Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Welcome to Monday Show Morning Studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's get to know. Here's the question. What movie in all your movie watching could you quote the most of? Ooh. And maybe you could do every single movie quote, period. But you could quote the most. And, and I'll go first. I could probably, and this one doesn't count. But I could probably do Grease because I did Grease the play. That was Danny Zuko. But I think I had to learn that because I was in the play. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably do Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, that's pretty good. Which is a great movie for kids to learn about some of those historical figures, too. Yeah. Socrates, Socrates. Yeah, Socrates. Abe Lincoln. Beef Oven. Beef a.k.a. Beethoven. <laughs> Mr. the Kid. <laughs> Mr. the Kid. <laughs> I'm going to go Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Amy, you. Uh, probably Pretty Woman. My or, wife said that or dirty she dancing. was over at your house. She said that you guys are making her watch Pretty Woman. Yeah, she hasn't seen it. Oh, is that why? She came home and she had a list of movies. She goes, I'm supposed to watch these movies. She was at Amy's house for like nine hours. Great. For nine hours. But she came back with a list of movies to watch. And I think I'm going to have to watch them with her. Well, yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah, no. Our friend Jackie, we we were just sitting around. We did lots of different things. But one of the topics that came up was movies. And she was like, we had to watch Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. She'll like that. There's will a lot. Go, no, I don't know if she will. That's I old. even told her, I said, that's that so one, old. I don't know that she'll like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jackie was pretty adamant she would like that oh, one. Okay. Uh, but yours is Pretty Woman. Lunchbox. Man, it's either Braveheart or Dazed and Confused. I watched those two over and over and over again. So I'm going to go with, ah, probably Braveheart. Do it. You may take our lives, <laughs> but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs> Man, that got me fired up. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. What you guys can do is you can turn around right now, walk back. And apologize for a hundred years of rape, theft, and murder. Oh boy! If not, you, all your men will live. If not, oh my guys, mess up the quote. <laughs> all right, Eddie, you. I think you got that. I think that was wrong. <laughs> uh, my, mine's easy, Bones. Yeah. Forrest Gump. 
Yeah. It's forced. I can do so many. Yeah. Like the other day, even my kids were like, I said, like, I must have dropped me 14 Dr. Peppers. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's like, Forrest Gump, when he goes to the White House, he, had a bunch, he drank a bunch of Dr. Peppers and he had to go, I got to go pee. Hey, Ray, what about you? Yeah, I'm uh, wedding crashers. Uh, what do you think Maryland's known for, man? Crab cakes and football. I was first team all state. I can make it rain out here. <laughs> and then also, uh, man, what, what? We can be pirates from the Caribbean or we can be raiders from Las Vegas. It's not that. This isn't Halloween. You got to go in there with your game face on. Did I say Raiders from Las Vegas? No, I made that up. Oh, oh. well, that's not. I thought, I thought they meant Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, me too. Then, then it's Raiders from Las Vegas, but they weren't in Vegas at the time of the movie, so I just had all these. Anyway, I didn't do any scenes. Go, oh. go for it. Okay, I have a runner in my pantyhose. Oh, I'm not wearing any pantyhose. Anytime pantyhose comes up, that's what comes out. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> We're here. You guys ready to have a good show? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, get to know. Mm-hmm. All right, the show starts now, Bobby Bone Show. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I was recently called out by another parent at my daughter's school for not volunteering. Apparently, there's talk about how I'm inconsiderate and I refuse to step up and help out. My job doesn't give me a lot of time. And the little time I do have, I cherish deeply. Recently, my daughter's school's been asking for volunteers for various projects. The reason I always declined is my schedule. I know I probably should help, but I really can't. And now I'm feeling guilty. Should I sacrifice any personal time that I have to volunteer? I don't want to be one of those parents. Signed, mom made to feel guilty. Amy? No, you don't need to, you don't need to feel guilty about this. And you don't need to sacrifice time if your work schedule doesn't allow it. Did you write that email? I didn't. I know. I'm just kidding. But I just don't, I can't imagine making someone else feel bad for not volunteering. You have no idea someone else's circumstances. And some people, maybe it's a priority for them and they are sacrificing and making time for that as well. That's their choice. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I, I know that's hard, but I just wouldn't take it personally. Eddie, what happens in these situations is you got these dads, in, you know, personally, you got these dads that don't do anything. They work from home, whatever. They got all the time in the world, but other dads, they like can't, you. like me, can't do that stuff. And yes, this shaming does happen, and those parents should be ashamed of themselves. So from, you're shaming the shamers. Yes, that's <laughs> terrible. Because if I had the chance to to volunteer. I would volunteer. I'd, I'd be there all day. Or would you play more golf? That's what I was going to say. Probably both. Okay, but, but I would ca- make- you'd carve some volunteer Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, don't feel bad about this. That's shame on the parents for making her feel bad. Yeah, let's shame the shamers. Lunchbox? <laughs> it's called volunteering. Guess what? I don't want to volunteer. You do the volunteering, I'll do the chilling, okay? I ain't got time to volunteer. <laughs> you can tell what kind of school volunteer parents like, we are. Hey, guess what? I don't want to be part of the PTA. You want to be part of that crap? Be part of the PTA. I didn't sign up for it. Right. Ain't my business. I ain't my chili. Not my thing. Guess what? You want me to go on a field trip? That sounds fun because it's a free adventure. But I ain't volunteering. You want me to clean up the school? The whole thing, it took a weird twist. Like, if we go on a field trip, well, then I'll go. Wait, what? <laughs> but it's, that, that's free. Yeah, don't let them shame you. If you like, want to make a point to do one thing, like carve out, it's fine. Just, just feel like you're doing a little bit more, but don't let people shame you. That you don't care. You don't care if they say something good about you. So why would you care if they say something bad about you? Right. You don't care about them. They have no effect. Keep being a good mom. It is nice if some people say something kind about you. Sure, but if they don't, that's okay too. True. It doesn't change really anything day to day if they do or don't. So don't let it when they don't. 
nobody says nice stuff about me ever. Oh, man. That's not true. No, we say stuff all the time. I don't. Don't buy into it. To me? <laughs> yeah, don't. Just like. Hey. <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. All, right, all right, That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. I would like for you guys' feedback on this before I give mine because sometimes I'm a bit irrational, especially when it comes to safety. I've had too many instances in my life. Raymundo, tell everybody your little story here. Yeah, what would you guys do if, say, it was 7.30 at night and somebody came and knocked at your door and it wasn't UPS, it wasn't DoorDash or anything like that, and you go and open the door and the person says, hey, I'm thinking about moving in to this apartment complex. Would you mind if I look through your Hmm. apartment? Someone just comes to his door and wants to walk <laughs> around inside. That's crazy. That's the dumbest thing. There's no chance. There's there's like four options and three of them are bad. Rape, murder, steal. Oh yeah. Or look at the apartment. So where I mean, where does does Ray is Ray the first apartment when you go into the building? Like great question. What yeah, are you high, low, first, what? No, so they would have had to have jumped the gate to get to us. It is gated. Yeah, but you, they get in. But he's, what Eddie's saying is when you drive in... Are you the first Are building? you like the first... No. Bo- okay. Is there any reason they would have come to your place specifically? If they were looking for similar to our view or something right next to the clubhouse... But are you the one right next to a clubhouse or whatever that is? Yeah, so like we have access to the elevator, so that would kind of make sense. But them not being residents... They wouldn't know that. It's definitely a big ask, though. To Who answers the door? I answered the door. And what was your initial reaction? The first thing I said was, well, let me grab you my wife because she actually deals with all the rent and everything and she knows the details. So she Let can- me get my woman. Your wife? Let me take yeah. my wife and you you can have her. What right. on earth? Like- he went full human shield. <laughs> you de- she'll deal with it. Okay, so is that what you did? Yeah, and so my wife comes up and she goes, yeah, sure, come on in. We'll show you the whole place. Oh. Yeah. And my wife took her from every room to every bathroom to the living room to the kitchen and showed her every square inch of our apartment. It's a girl? It is a girl. Okay, that's a little different. Different. A little different. Unless she's like the bait. Unless she's the... Correct. Like, she goes she's in. She's the bait. I'm not letting anybody at 7.30 come knock on the door. Can I just please come and look at all your stuff in your house? It's, just, it's too much information. They don't need that right then and there. And, and if they're going to kill somebody, they kill, kill a neighbor, not me. No, and I'm not getting my wife either being like... No. <laughs> that was weird to <laughs> Come me. make yourself vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, and after the fact, we were like, we probably shouldn't have done that. That was very unsafe. She seemed like a trustworthy girl, and we thought we were just giving her information about the apartment. I get it. You're making a judgment based on your first impression of her. It just doesn't feel like generally that should be a good rule. And even more bizarre, her boyfriend was in the car downstairs, and she said, yeah, he thinks I'm really weird for doing this, but... I was just going to come up here and ask so we could actually see it and not look at the stuff on the internet, the pictures. It's actually, I mean, that makes sense. The boyfriend's in the car. Because he's getaway car after the stabbing. Exactly. Right, right. But, but they don't tell you that. She was very transparent with what's going on here. But killers are always transparent, but just not honest about it. <laughs> like, get in the van, I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't like it. I don't like it that you got your wife and made her a part of it. She could have been hurt. And it doesn't matter what she looked like, Lunchbox. Well, no, no, you feel safer if, it, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you let your guard down if a hottie comes because you're thinking, oh, she's so sweet and innocent, she won't do anything. Like, that's uh, not true for hot men because no, no, wasn't um, no, 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 that's what it, Ted Bundy hot? He's pretty good looking, yeah. 
But men are weird and creepy anyway. But that's what I'm saying. You let your guard down. You're more likely to let a hottie in okay. than an ugly. And if the hottie comes in, that's when the boyfriend comes in after. Like, boom. The ugly is going to be... It's going to be tougher for her to get... Amy, there's good-looking people and not good-looking people. But looks are relative. What I'm saying is you, you we get it when you say hottie. You don't have to but say... Are you, but that's what I'm saying. Ray, you're more likely to let, let a hottie in, right? Yeah, I let her in because she was a chick, not necessarily because she was hot or unattractive. How hot was she? I mean, I swear, she was like 30 years younger than me. I mean, she may have been... What? Like, How old are you? Ray, honestly. <laughs> I'm 38. Okay, so it's an eight-year-old. Eight an eight-year-old knocked on the door. Wow. <laughs> a second grader said, can I come look at your apartment? <laughs> <laughs> and her boyfriend was in the car outside. Yeah. Okay. That's concerning. I would call the police in, right? <laughs> Guys, we shouldn't be letting people in our houses at night. No, seven late. Yeah. I was, someone once knocked on my door, and then I let him in, and then I took him to the grocery store. Was yeah. it a hottie? It was a homeless guy. <laughs> no, it was a woman. It's a homeless woman? It was a woman. I don't... Th- she hot. <laughs> Books are relative. I'm just kidding. I'm so just playing along with I this know, game. but I mean, okay. everything... Anyway, this thing is spiraled to a whole of flights we don't want to go. Um, thank you. Ray, yeah. don't do that, okay, buddy? All right, all right. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. If you're looking for a free Thanksgiving dinner in Sevierville, Tennessee on November 20th, Reverend Brooks Ramsey and his wife Christy are giving you free food. Anybody that needs food, come and get it. It's absolutely free. They're expecting between 150, 200 people to show up and get free food. I got a feeling it's going to be a little bigger than that now. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. They used to do it before the pandemic, and then the pandemic, they had to shut it down. And now they're bringing it back, and it's for people in need that, yeah. you know, maybe you're not going to be able to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you're one of those people, an elderly that doesn't get out of your home. They an, have an, an elderly. One of those an people, elderly. an elderly. One of those. Lunchbox used, to, uh, <laughs> Lunchbox used to deliver meals on wheels to, to elderly. To, to, to those to the, elderly? To the people. No, to, to one of those elderly that couldn't get out of their home. They're homebound. They're shut in. Are you you're, one of those elderly? Open up. <laughs> I got a ham sandwich for you. You know who's from Sevierville? Gator? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dolly. Oh, that's, that's her I hometown. Get those two confused. Dolly and Gator? Gator, Gator yeah. and Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, but November 20th looks like I'm headed to Sevierville. All right, buddy. Oh, oh, boy. Let us know how that goes. Great story. Good job by them. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. All right, coming in the studio now is Ronnie Dunn, lead singer of Brooks and Dunn. What do you think the most streamed song is from Brooks and Dunn? Mm-hmm. Neon Moon. Yeah. yeah, Neon Moon, number one. Yeah. I spend most every Boost Good night. Boogie at number two, yeah. What do you think number three is? My Maria. My Maria, yeah. That's four. Oh. Oh. And number three, Red Dirt Road. Yeah, that's no. a good one. There's one more in the top five that you don't have. Neon Moon, Boots, Goon, Boogie, Red Dirt Road, My Maria. What's the other one? Yeah, come on in. Come Just on in. Like a hint. Uh, I got it. What? Hard working man. Brand new man. That one. Yeah. <laughs> on the Bobby Bones Show now. Ronnie Dunn. Yeah, you have to hold your mic. So did you make a lot of money or are you, are you, did you lose a lot of money? Well, I sold all this stuff. Money. I sold all this stuff for money. Oh, New contract happened. We sold. We pawned everything so they could pay me. Uh, I get it. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm, I'm tangled up. I'm good. Yeah, tangled up. Is that like in the back seat of a truck? Uh, could be. Oh, you mean with the cord? Well, if I was writing oh. a song, it would be in the back seat of a truck or something. Yeah. No. Did you no, guys write, when you were Bobby writing songs in like, I don't know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, was there as much writing about whiskey? No, it was. Uh, it used to be no no hard liquor products. 
It really? Yeah, no, for real. Wow. That's, that's where like like you know all the endorsements came in from for, from like you know beer company. Yeah. You ever get endorsement money from a alcohol company for a song? Uh, no. I can't believe they had a no hard liquor policy yeah. in songs. Now it's like it, you must have hard liquor in a song, or we can't even record it. <laughs> well, it switched, and and, and you couldn't. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm showing my age, which that's fine. I, I can live with it. I'm gonna have to. But, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what were we talking about? The hard liquor. In a, <laughs> Speaking of showing your yeah. age, yeah. And, and I, I can't believe that because every song now has got whiskey or yeah. tequila or yeah, something. Yeah, I know. So it was a firm thing or is it understood? It was just kind of an understood thing. Oh, okay. Kind of under under the table. A manager might tell you in the office or something. He said, like, don't don't be mentioning whiskey. Now it's like, you're kidding me? Yeah, what about— Where do you think I put my coffee to get here? Exactly. <laughs> when you do this show, you need— you don't. Yes. We can't talk about that because you're Mr. Clean. I'm Mr. Clean, yes. What about— Hooking mm-hmm. up in songs. Did you guys talk about that at all, like they do now? Yeah, but we didn't know what it, it, it hooking up hadn't come into the the like the, the urban dictionary yet. Uh, okay, I say tangled up. You know, there's like tangled up in mm-hmm. the back seat or. I well, love that tangled up. Yeah, all tangled up in you. Yeah, yeah. me? No, no. Oh, okay, Bobby. <laughs> and uh, the album's not out yet, though. No, it'll be a while, and uh, that's it. So is it a like a themed album? Yeah. All cowboy? It's all cowboy, but it's not campfire songs. You know that kind of stuff. It's just you know every other song is cowboy, whereas the last record I did, everything was honky tonk. That's no, true. It was all neon. That's, That's true. My wife goes, "Come on, surely you can diversify your vocabulary more than that." <laughs> that is very. That's very much the on brand. Yeah. Like if you did neon, but if you did neon on the first album, but the whole second album was boot scooting. Yeah, there's We'd that. be like, all right, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah. So back in the day when you do Boot Scooter, you do a hit a song yeah. around here. You know, in this town, everybody, like, starts pitching you Boot Scoot or, or Neon Moon or something. I got one the other day. It's great. They're like, oh, finally, and this is strange, and you, I know you've noticed it, is we're getting into, like, like mashups now, like hip-hop did years ago. Uh, and and uh, I got one on, uh, on Neon Moon. It was it's, it's really cool. What do you mean mashups? Like someone featuring for you to sing or they, that they're sampling you? I'm not sure I understand. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm here with Ronnie. Siri's going to answer that question. You know, I just said on my phone. So they, they, they mashed up Neon Moon with another like hip hop song? Ne- uh, Neon Moon is, is, is the song that they did. Well, I'm calling it a mashup, but is it a mashup? So it's using your right music, term? but they're singing new words over it. Yes. Like Cole Swindell did with Heads Carolina. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's this one called, though? Is it still called Neon Moon? Uh, it's, it's like uh, Blue Neon. That's it. And who sings it? Uh, the guy singing the demo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got five writers. It dances in and out. The, the, the melody dances in and out, and the, uh, the lyrics dance in and out. I mean, just like, it's really well done. That's still, still, still country, though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I know. It's crazy. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ronnie, do you have any relationship at all, friendship with uh, Dolly? Oh, no, other than just meeting her a few times. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't. I thought big superstar like you. Me too. You thought that too? <laughs> Dang, because I was with her last week or so, and I don't. I see her maybe twice a year, right? She kind of stays in Dolly's she world. Does, and she'll just appear like a yes. ghost in a room. You'll be in a dressing room, and all of a sudden she'll just, she'll, oh, there she is. But it's like she only has a fax machine. Like you can't text her still. How about that? Yeah. What are you doing? If people want to get a hold of you, what do they do? Uh, just, just text me. Yeah, but Ronnie signs his text still. Love Ronnie. <laughs> I got busted by my daughter for doing that. She goes, "Hey, I know who you are." <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> he signs it RD. I'm like, your name's in my phone. It's a code. It's I know code. how it is. Uh, it's, uh, you a big texter? Do you emoji? You do uh, emojis? Uh, no, I, I, try, I try not to. You know, it, you know, I heard you doing an interview a, a, a while back. You were talking about how you go like, if it's really funny, you'll go ha. Huh. Or if it's really, really funny, you go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, and there's a capitalization part, too. Like, if it's yeah. just supposed to be funny, I do lowercase, ha, 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 ha. If it's a little elevated, but it's not a laugh out loud, I'll do all lowercase, ha, 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 ha. Right. If it's funny, <laughs> I'll do capital, ha, 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 ha. Right. If it's LOL, and I do laugh out loud, I do LOL. And then if I if it really gets me, I'll be like, I just audibly laughed out loud. Well, and then there's that the the, the, the blah ha 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 thing. I don't touch that. I don't do. Either. I don't do blah ha. I don't know. Right. Feels like a villain. <laughs> I 
no. You know, it feels right. like I'm 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 committing a crime of some sort. Yeah. Are you so you guys are done, Brooks and done touring for now. Yeah. Yep. We are we start back in uh, May. Back again. Mm-hmm. I mean your shows are so big. Just to well, you know, who who knew? We didn't, we didn't know. We didn't go out and buy a bunch of stuff at first, and then we had to hurry up. And what do you mean a bunch of stuff? Well, people started coming to the shows. No, I know, but what kind of stuff do you have to buy that uh, you didn't no have? Production you got to run to Target real quick? and yeah. Yeah. You're like, maybe we should have lights. Yeah. Rope lights. A lot of I rope guess we lights. need an extra guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rope lights, fireworks, and get them there. All seriousness, you did not expect the success of the tour to happen? We well, didn't know. But you, you never know. You know, we were off for almost, what, 10 years, and but it just, it just seemed like, you know, yesterday, just bang, bang. Uh, is anyway, it fun? Yes, it's more fun than ever. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. I think we just came up for air. You know, it just turned into you know how you, you have to do stuff every day, all day, all that, and, and not complaining at all. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. it's a real job. Uh, and uh, we just came up for air and on the creative plane too. You have to be creative and give yourself some some room. That's always a goal for me is to try to be bored because I never give myself space to be bored. Uh-huh. And I do it's my good. best thinking when I can be bored. Yeah. But I start to get uncomfortable when I'm bored because I'm like, I'm not, there's yeah. something I'm not doing. I have to face me, right? Yeah. I walk into a room full of mirrors and go, I got to go, right? Do you still put pressure on yourself? Yeah. Creatively? Yeah. It, to do what? To, to write good songs and, 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 and get good vocals and that stuff. Entertain well, whatever that is for me, grab a mic and walk out and sing. But no, all, all the above. How have you not had to change keys of your song while performing? It feels like you're singing the same key. It is. Yeah, I, I do it. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give it in, into that one. I think some of that's just mental for the people. You know, like they feel that they can't hit the notes they used to hit, so they just give up and. Yeah, they get a little squeak every now and then. It's like, oh, this is all age related. It's, I, you know, it's, maybe it is, but you know, so far, knock on wood, it's not not for me. Was there ever a dynamic with you and Kicks to where it was like, okay, who's going to sing this part of this song? Was there ever that oh, awkwardness yeah. at first? Yeah, big time, for, for the longest time, for, for like a few first few years. Who decides that if it's 1v1? One, one one? Well, early, early on, like way early on, uh, Tim, when Tim Dubois was running Arista over there during the day and we were coming out with the first records or so, Tim, Tim just, we were talking one day, and I think we had those four number ones in a row, and uh, I talked to Tim and I said, what are we going to do for like, uh, there's, I said, there's, there's five five or six singles on this record and he goes yeah uh and that's back when we weren't worried so much about you know you, you get three three songs and you're out so uh tim tim said no he said we're gonna the way we're gonna settle this is is let kicks do uh the, the every fourth song and then that went on for a while and then and kicks was cool he goes no i don't if, if he didn't feel like we had you know that fourth song in there he go no you take it and go from there or we go to a new record but we've been able to, 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 I mean, mitigate that stuff along the way. There was one point where, because, you know, Eddie and I are in a wildly successful comedy duo called The Raging Idiots, where I was like, Eddie, you need to sing more. And Eddie's like, nobody wants to hear me sing, even though he's the better singer. He's like, nobody came to sing. He's like, nobody came to hear me sing. I'm like, but you're the better singer. He's like, but I'm not going to sing because nobody wants to hear me sing. So we had the opposite of that. How funny. That's what you used to tell kicks. That's how I like, finally pulled it off. Like I said, no one wants to come hear you sing, kicks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend that won an uh, auction to have a deal at your house where you played music for them the other night. Oh, really? Was mm-hmm. he there? Yeah, I did that. She won it. It was, it was her. Real? That's an odd feeling. Yeah, and I saw them because I, I had to go back home to Mount Pine, but he was like, hey, do you want to come over to Ronnie Dunn's house? We just won an auction. We're flying up from Florida to watch him perform, and I was like, I can't, but then I saw his Instagram story, and it's like you and your barn 
with yeah. people sitting around. Yeah, they've gone in and, 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 and completely, like, like, they did all the things that I wanted to do before I left, you know, and I kind of looked around and went, you know what, I'm going to spend a, another fortune redoing this house and this property. So, anyway, I sold it to a, to a great guy, and uh, they've done all the cool you know, re- redecorating things to it. But, but. So that barn is not where you live now? No. Mm-mm. That's where you used to live? Yeah. Is that yeah. where you put the hot air balloon up? Yeah. You still have that? I was giving him grief about that. Yeah, we do have it. Yeah. Man, that'd be cool to have a hot air balloon with your na- name on it, and you drive up to the house. <laughs> that's what it says. Well, it's huge. You know, you, you, I, I kind of felt like it was it was naked pulling in there to like an event because we'd always stick it out in the front yard and light it up so people could know where to come because you couldn't really see the, the gate lights and stuff. You got any animals out there? Yeah, all kinds. Do you camera your woods? I do. What do you see out there? Everything. Like bobcats. Us too. Know, we put up a bo- yeah. bobcats and coyotes. Yeah. Coyotes like mad. Yeah. Yeah. We had a issue with fox, with some foxes. Uh-huh. And so we tried to get somebody to catch the foxes and trap them and then put them back out in different woods. Like uh-huh. make them somebody else's problem, but not kill them. Yeah. They'll take them like 600 miles away. And then two days later, they'll show back up. Yeah. So we're like, let's just get rid of them. Put, I don't put them in a the neighbor's backyard. I don't care. Yeah. But then coyotes and bobcats started coming and killing the foxes. How about that? And then we were like, let's kill the then I don't care as much. I'm like, shoot them. Shoot the coyotes and bobcats. I don't even care as much. You're in Tennessee. That's yeah. loud, right? Yeah. Do, do you hunt on your property at all? Uh, very rarely. Very rarely. I have friends, you know, if you have land that, that even it resembles something you can hunt on, they're, they're your best friends. Do you ever duck hunt? But they only do it around hunting season. That's time you hear from them. So. Oh, it's like you're having a pool. In the summertime, people call like, hey, buddy, you're my friend. <laughs> you got a pool. Yeah. What's so, up? If you got a land, hey, what's up, Ronnie? <laughs> pool today. Seen any deers? <laughs> right. Any deer? <laughs> deers? Uh, it, yeah. That's, that's, that's near. What you talking about? Duck, duck hunting? Mm-hmm. Ever- uh, I go down to Louisiana. Uh, with a, a friend has a, a, his own island down there called Little Pecan. It's unbelievable. You friends with him year-round, though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're only duck season. <laughs> Yeah, but you can. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it used to be years ago. We've been doing this for like sixteen years. He, it used to be. Well, hey, I'll call you. Don't call me, okay? Because I got all these. He he runs like. It's not a commercial place. It's private. He's in the oil business, but uh, uh, he runs like three hundred and sixty something people through there a year. Mm. Nuts. Do you have any billionaire friends? Uh huh. Dang. That's cool. You. That ain't true. Two. Do you really have any billionaire friends? Yeah. Dang, that's cool. Who? <laughs> right? <laughs> we were all waiting Google to see that. who was going to yell who. Okay, all Google right. Look at that extrapolate back there. Do you ever extrapolate pay, that? Do you ever pay for the meal if you're at dinner with a billionaire friend? Yeah. Yeah, I insist. I'm not going to do, you know, go that. I mean, if, yeah, nine times out of ten. But I'm bad about that anyway. I feel guilty about That's true. being at dinner with somebody and not pulling my card out. Yeah. We've had that fight before. Yeah. yeah. Often I win because I'm younger and stronger. Oh, you win that fight? Every time. Look at us. Who do you think wins physically? We went to eat in town. At some, uh, I can't name the restaurant, can you? Uh, people lined up getting his autograph. I'm sitting there going, really? Really? First of all. <laughs> autograph? Yeah. First of all, like, there were no autographs. Like, oh, it was pictures. Yeah. First Selfie. of all. Yes, yeah. it was pictures. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Because here we are at dinner. Me, my wife. <laughs> him, his <laughs> wife. And we kind of feel like there are like life mentors. Ronnie and his wife, because it, she's also from Oklahoma. My wife loves her, and so and Ronnie's okay to me. But they're both so, like s- uh, Sonic junkies. Yes, right? yeah. And then people are coming up, hey, can I get a picture? And Ronnie's just sitting there across the table. 
I don't say anything, but I think it's hilarious. You didn't make Ronnie take the picture, did you? No, I okay. just, I've done it. We should go to Mexico with Reba real quick. I know we're going to get out here. But with, with Reba and stuff, and, and, and hang out. She had a great place down there in uh, Cancun. And uh, get off the plane, and, and uh, people run up to Reba. And I'm standing right there with her. If whatever. I don't, I don't think about this, but it's funny to me. Uh, and they, they will hand me the camera so to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> and she would look back at me. Fine, she was sensitive to the to the issue. And uh, she'd go, well, that TV show, it really, really ramped up my visibility. <laughs> oh, and her red hair. You oh, yeah. We're still making her. it feel good. So like, yeah. 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 You, man. You're a star, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Dunn, and we'll get the new record out early next year. Ronnie Dunn, everybody. Thank you much. Here is a voicemail from Skylar asking for an update with Amy here. Morning, studio. I was calling and wondering how Amy's ear is doing after Dr. Lucky worked on it. It's surgery in the studio. Amy ripped her ear out, the earring down. She did it herself um, and then had emergency surgery. And? It's great. It's awesome. I still haven't had it re-pierced yet because I want to be... She said the longer I wait, the better. So I'd rather just be extra careful and cautious so that I don't have to go through this again. But it was a pretty awesome experience. Because, I mean, I had that. It's been ripped since I was in seventh grade. Not all the way through, though. Not all the way through, but that's when I first ripped it enough to where it just kept ripping and ripping and ripping. So, gosh, it was about time. <sighs> Feel it, thank, I'm thankful. Did it always hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. No, Even, did it when you would rip it? I mean, yeah, then it got to a point where, like, when it finally ripped all the way through, I didn't even really feel it. I didn't even know my earring had come all the way through because there was just such a little pretty piece of skin left. It'd be like a hangnail, oh. you know? I remember she sewed it together in the yeah. studio. It was rough. Uh, here's Katie in Tampa. Morning, studio. Um, I was really curious about you guys. I'd seen you guys on Instagram, but I wanted to know more. So I went to the old Google, and I found Lunchbox. It says he is multiracial, 5 feet 5 inches, and makes around $450,000. So the site is celebsliferealreel.com. Just wanted to know how true that is. All right, love the show. Pretty accurate. All right, be back after this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude. Multiracial. I am am multiracial. You're multi. I am multi because I'm bohemian. That's where my grandma's from. We're all multiracial then. Oh, yeah. yeah my yeah. grandpa's from Ireland, so I'm Irish. Okay. I mean, that counts. All, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah that sure. counts. Thank you very much. Job, but dude. I am not 5'5". Five five. They have me mixed up with Ray, and I don't make 400 and something thousand dollars a year. Do you make less or more? I wish I made that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. All right. Thank you. Amy's pile of stories. So I have a question that Steve Jobs asked himself every day. CEO of Apple. Okay. He's since passed. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he would look in the mirror in the morning and he would ask himself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? I hate that question. Because if you felt that way, you would never invest in anything. You never work hard for, uh, you never have delayed gratification which is a big deal with exercise, with saving money, with investing in your family. Hmm. This Steve Jobs guy's never going to make it. Wait, but no, I don't think it's that. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's you like, can't, I'm you can't live by that. Today, if, would I, if I were dying today, would this be how I want to do my day? Yeah. No, of course not. I'm going to work. Yeah. But if you love what you do, are you ever working the day in your life? But that doesn't count in this. <laughs> I know. I actually saw it as like a good question, but even towards the goals that you're living out, because obviously you know it's not your final day. You don't need to sit no, around. No, he just asked just... him if I was living right, today is my right. final day. Do you know what I say in the mirror every morning? What? what? You're so ugly. <laughs> oh. 
And then you go to work. And then I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. A poll asked people if we should have intermissions in movies. Yes, any movie over two hours and 30 minutes. If it goes 2.31, boom, there's an intermission. How okay. long? 10 minutes. Hmm, okay. Not anything crazy. And Is for, that enough and, time for everybody to file out and then everybody file in? But I guess not everybody would well, walk we, out. We can't, we can't set our intermission times based on everybody. <laughs> So, I mean, that's about how long an NFL halftime is, and there's a lot more people in that stadium. Ten minutes, okay. go pee, come back, flicker the lights at like one minute, and then start the movie up. And if you need to, flicker the lights and then show one preview to give everybody a warm-up oh, and then get back into the movie. That's cool. Uh, in the poll, young adults were more likely to want the intermission than old folks. Which is weird because old folks have to pee more. <laughs> uh, but, you know, recent movies like Oppenheimer, three hours long. Ugh. Killers of the Flower Moon, three hours and 26 minutes long. Yikes. Yeah, I need an intermission during that one. But if it's like, what, hour, hour 30, hour 45, All we're good. good. Hey, it goes over 2.30, which is semi-long now. Intermission. Which is Oppenheimer. Can we watch that at home now yet? Good luck. Not yet. Couple weeks. Couple okay. weeks. Okay, I'm waiting on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift fans don't know how to open a CD case. I got a clip of a mom uh, talking with her daughter who's like, wait, what, what? Listen, I don't know how to open a CD case, and I've opened 10,000 of yeah, them. Yeah, those were tough. It's hard. Get to peel that plastic uh -huh. off the top. The, yeah, go ahead. What do you mean you open it? Like, open the, to get the CD. Open, open the case. How? What do you mean? Open it. How? <laughs> you guys are making me laugh. Because this is how we listen to music. Wait, no, it's my turn. How do you get it? Oh! Oh! I knew that was a button. The move was to have that little cutter, but I never kept the cutter. Well, oh, so yeah. this is like, like picture you're getting the plastic open and there's that little button in the middle. When you press that, the CD pops out. I never pushed a button in my life. Oh, no, no, no. I just pull it out. <laughs> you pull it. Yeah. Rip. Oh. And then you wonder, why is this broken? <laughs> I hit the plastic button in the center. Yeah, you must have got the fancy CDs. Does anybody have any CDs that are not opened still in the uh, wrapper? Because that might be worth something one day. You can go buy them right now. Oh. Unopened, not in the wrapper. No, no. At the store. But the it's not worth anything? Well, I don't know which one it is. Okay. I got to look for I got DVDs stuff. unopened. See, that's worth something eventually. Maybe if it's like a first, but like a video game, you can't go and buy the first ever Zelda unopened. That's Or an iPod. That's okay. why those are worth so much. Let's buy something right now. No, we've already not, done this. We have a whole... No, boy. No, 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 we're not buying no, anything not else. Open it, <laughs> this is not stupid. open it. And no. in 20 years from now... I don't, I'm not going to know you guys in 20 years. <laughs> what? Would you have said that 20 years ago? Because we still know each probably, other. Probably, yeah. Probably. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. A couple weeks ago, the Philadelphia Eagles were hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Terrible memory for me. But in the parking lot before the game, there was Brooke and Bob Rittner. They got married. They had the oh, wedding cool. ceremony in the parking lot as they tailgated. Diehard fans. Hey, diehard Eagles fans. Awesome. So good for them. And they had the reception, too. I would. Dang. <laughs> so cool. I would have loved to have gotten married at halftime of a Razorback game. What? Did, did you propose that on at all? The field or in the parking lot? No, on the field. Instead of oh, the band. Gosh. Stop. <laughs> you, ro you rotate the set like the, uh, Dancing with the Stars or Idol. They move it real quick the in. Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. And then it's. And we get married, and then, all right, say I do, I do. Say whoop pig, whoop pig, and then the game back on. Wow, and then and then everyone there, that's that's the people at your wedding. They're all my witnesses. <laughs> that's a cool story. That'd have been if amazing. that's important to them, that's such a cool story. Totally, oh, yeah. man. And then the Eagles won for them, so Ugh. their marriage is obviously going to be good. Ugh. <laughs>
It's all right, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a turkey the day after Thanksgiving? If he's alive. Lucky. Oh, leftovers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Good. That was the morning corny. You have your Thanksgiving plans? Yeah. I like Thanksgiving, I think, as the gathering better than Christmas. Why? <gasps> Why's that? 
I'm new to holidays with family members, right? Because right. we, we never did that. But I like it more because you're not stuck there forever. It's just one day? You, you, thanks. I mean, you get, back, you get, get out of there. Get out of town. Okay. You don't have to stay for another three days. Wow, that's why. Okay. Because Bobby likes to get, get in and get out. I know. So I'm known for. But I know, but it's this family <laughs> thing's new to you. You should have No, I, I enjoy it, but I'm saying. Embrace it. The, the Christmas, though, you just have, you just, after it happens, you just have another six days where you just sit around on your thumb. Oh, six days is too long, dude. God, after. Which is nuts. I like Thanksgiving because it's like turkey, get full, see the family, boom, back. And you're helping, you're helping cook now, right? No, God, no. Well, weren't you like cutting potatoes last That's year? That's not helping cook. That's cutting potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want me cooking. Yeah, no way. Right, let's do it. It's a Bobby Bone Show draft. You're just drafting the best Bobby Bone Show guests. I don't even care what in your mind how you get there, but Amy, you, you go first because you rolled your number on the dice. Go yeah. ahead. I, I'm going Luke Bryan. He is really good, always has funny stories, great laugh, and normally normally brings gifts. He yes. brought an espresso An once. espresso, corn. But that was a long time I know. ago. He brought well, gifts in a long time. Yeah, it's been a bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember him bringing me a gift. Okay, Luke Bryan, you're number one. Yes. Guest on the show, okay? Lunchbox. Uh, Dolly Parton. How many times has Dolly been on? A couple? Yeah, like a couple. Three or four. Yeah, she's four. always great. Always she'll great. She'll be on again hilarious. next week, I think. Yeah. Hilarious. Maybe, oh, this week. Maybe the end of this week. Okay. She's very nice, personable. Like She's I, very nice and personable. Yes. yes. She's great. Eddie? The only guest that has walked in and I've been like, this is crazy. I mean, I did that a couple times, actually. But Taylor Swift is on my list. I mean, when she came in, it was like it's freaking Taylor Swift. It was amazing. It's been a long time. It's been a bit. So you went with the one power, because she only been on once. Once. One time. So you went with the one power shot instead of like best guest frequently. Boom, power oh. shot, Taylor Swift. Yeah, was she amazing or was she just a big guest? She was Both. amazing. Yeah. And she's amazing now. I just, now I see that we're all have, we all have different criteria. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to give nobody mm-hmm. any criteria. Well, I'm kind of. Morgan? I wish I'd done something else. <laughs> this one's been talked about a lot, and it, it's similar criteria with Eddie's. It's John Mayer. I mean, oh, that interview man, was that insane. Out. Okay. Mm, okay. Scratch that off. I should pay attention when people come in, because I'm like, He's I'm like, out. I didn't know how people came <laughs> right. in the studio. I'm out, of, I'm out of people. Okay, so I get it. John, I don't know that I'd have put him on there. It was great for me, but I don't know. It was awesome. Oh, it's it was, still okay. talked about. Like, people still repost it. Okay. Um, Morgan, you get the first pick of the second yeah. round. Go ahead. Oh, it's Ray. Right. Garth. You can also list it as G. I would say Garth just, just say, No, just G. G sounds good. <laughs> just put G yeah, on yeah, there. Put G. Uh, he said it. You heard the man. Don't just put G. <laughs> okay. Ray, go a second again. Um, The guy that we always say is the best guest ever. Why would we not put him? Jake Owen. That's who I would have picked as the best guest. <laughs> that was a steal. <laughs> Thanks, guys. In the second round. But Luke and Brian, same category. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same category. I would just say that. Yeah, no, pound J- for pound. Pound for pound. Jake. Yeah. But, hey, we all have. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Morgan? Always highly entertained when this guy comes in or just any time in general he's around. It's Jelly Roll. Yeah, he's been a good guest in the last couple years. He's been a really good guest. Okay. Eddie, you have Taylor Swift. Who do you want to add? Guys, we had Kenny Rogers in here, and it was unbelievable. The late Kenny Rogers. Are you going mostly for people just seeing your people? Of course. It's more so than knowing them as guests. And then look at the name. Do you, when you see the list of my yeah. names on there, it's going to be amazing. Lunchbox. Uh, okay. Dang, that's tough. Yep. 
I mean, a great guest that does some cool things in here. Oh, man, I don't know if he's... Gosh. Give me... I'll go Brett Eldridge. It's good. Yeah, he's been really good. Does some fun things with the show. Like what? Like what? He, what? Uh, he does his Christmas show. He sings. I mean, so yeah, I think that's very entertaining. <laughs> uh, Amy. George Strait. He walked in here for a sec. Yeah, he, he was in here for like two seconds. He waved at us as he walked by. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I was interviewing him on the phone. Meanwhile, he was in the hall on his cell phone, and that's he true. walked in and surprised me in I person. I did set up the bit, and I'll Surprise. never forget it. So Amy has Luke Bryan and George Strait as best Bobby Bone Show guests. Not bad. They're all pretty good. I mean, come on, I'm dominating. Uh, Amy, you get one more. Luke Bryan, George Strait, and... Reba. Reba. Reba's a great guest, for sure. Lunchbox, you have Dolly, Brett Eldridge, and... Yeah. Oh, he's Googling Bobby Bone Show guests. <laughs> no. He did. Oh, boy, we're in trouble. Is that allowed? Yeah, Sir, why are you not allowed you're to not look? really supposed to Google during the game, but I'll allow it this time. I mean, you want to know what comes up, though? <laughs> Is uh, Bobby, Lunchbox, Amy, Eddie, and it just names the people on the show. Oh, okay. Well, pick them. Pick one of them. No, they're and not We're guests. Them. Goodness. Who has been in here that's amazing? Gosh. Oh, man. Who's fun? Uh, you know who people like when you come? They, they come in? I mean, I don't know. Okay, dude, you got to pick somebody. Five seconds. Ah, dang it. Uh, give me Darius Rucker. Good, good one. Real good. Good one. Good, man. It's, it's Darius. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie, All you right, have this... Taylor Swift and Kenny Rogers. Power. Don't I mean, say Johnny Cash because he's never been on this He's show. never been here. <laughs> <laughs> he's never been here. No, this is going to get everyone. Everyone's going to love this pick. It's Amy's psychic cousin. Come on! Oh, they love it when she's on yeah, here. They do. I mean, they do. I don't know who does. A lot of people. Okay. I, I guess I do like it. it's an interesting angle. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Definitely. Thank you. Morgan, you have John Mayer and Jelly Roll. Yeah, and there is this person has been in a lot, but he also came in one time with his wife. I'm going Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Wait, you can't well, do both. They people. came in well, at the same time. If they came in booked together, you can do both. They did. Wait. There's no criteria. That's they, two people. But if they came in as the same guest. Because you would say a whole band, like, say, Turnpike Troubadours. But they're not a band. Tim and Faith did a whole record together and did a whole show together promoting their show. Dang, that's good. And they did come in together. And they good, did. Good loophole there, Morgan. This whole game's a loophole, guys. <laughs> Raymundo? Yeah, I was kind of thinking Amy's ex-husband, but he was only on, I believe, one time. It was a good segment, though. Go back and listen to it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, what about Dustin Lynch? And then also <laughs> Dustin Lynch and his parents. That's true. That Him and his good. mom and dad came in. Yeah. Oh, the whole family. Dustin Lynch and parents. I'm hoping by picking this person, they'll be on more. I'm going to go with Caitlin, Bobby's wife. That's a good one. It, no, yes, it, won't, it won't help the cause. She won't be on more. Wait, wait, she won't be on she's coming studio? Yeah. A bunch, she has. Yes, a few yeah. times. You were, you were she doing played the game against John Party and um, Summer. Summer. She's been on the show from the house when we do it in there a few times. Lunchbox is doing crossword puzzles on yeah. that. Yeah. You guys are tuned out then. Yeah. All right. Well, here are our teams. Amy has Luke Bryan, George Strait, and Reba. Solid. Thanks. Lunchbox has Dolly, Brett Eldridge, and Darius Rucker. Solid. Eddie has Taylor Swift, Kenny Rogers, and Amy Psychic Cousin. Come on. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Morgan has John Mayer, Jelly Roll, and Tim and Faith. And Ray has Garth Brooks, Jake Owen, and my wife, Caitlin. Yeah. It's a good. tough, it's a tough one here. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because it's 
And people aren't going to remember that Kenny Rogers was on this show. They may not remember all those But guys. they know the name, and right, he was on the show. I, I Eddie's whole bet is they know the name. That's right. Okay, thank you, everyone. Great job. Go vote at bobbybones.com on the group of guests on this show you like the best. Stars are just like us because they have to go grocery shopping. You guys want to do three, six, nine... Let's do... 50 questions. Mm, 500. <laughs> we can get it. I don't know that y'all need that many. 15 but... questions. 15. I already okay. gave each? y'all the sex. No, five each. Okay. Yeah. Um, and But they all count. So we're, we're going to go with... It's a dude. We'll, go and, we'll ask yep. that one, yes. So you saw somebody famous at the grocery store. It's a dude, question one. All right, go ahead, Lunchbox. We're, as a team, working together. Okay. Yeah. Married. Yes. Eddie? Country artist? Yes. Over 40? Mm, looking it up? I don't know. No, don't fall for it because I've, I, I know, I've you're much the king used of that. this trick where it's. But Amy's not huh. that. Oh, you don't think Not no. over 40. Oh. I am that, Eddie. You, don't be, even, you didn't even let me say what I was going to say. Can, yeah, okay. Amy's not that clever to be pretty. No. That's what you're going to say. Okay, dude married. Uh, under 40. Under 40. Interesting. And country. Okay, lunchbox. Married to another celebrity? Not not because they're a celebrity, but. Got it. Eddie? Has, uh, he had a number one this year. Surely. She may not know that. Yeah, but I like the surely. Hold on. So we'll go with it. Yes? Probably yes? I'll circle back. Yeah, circle back. Uh, six. How about, are they known for wearing a hat on stage? What kind of hat? No. The answer Not is a, a yes cowboy no hat. But it's a yes or no question. Are they known for wearing a hat on stage? No. Okay. But Lunchbox? He wears, uh, can I guess? We're working as a team. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's, okay. let's spend the 15 All right, first. fine, guys. I'll spend the 15. But, but ask something that really narrows right. it down. I got it. Trust me. I'm going to nail it right I here. wish you would have said yeah. yes, and that would have been his guess. His question. Um, Amy, does yeah. this person have adopted children? Yes. I know. Got it. I already had it. Amy. Hey, let's use all the questions, guys. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Amy, is this person's dad also a country singer? Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Bones. Amy, does this person, I don't know, I'm just going to throw something out there, have two first names by some people... Just call him his one first name. That's not really what people call him. Yes. Okay. I have no idea. I'm still clueless. Yeah, man, that's oh, tough. Lunchbox, you have another one? Amy, did you have an awkward encounter with this person's dad when you went up and tried to tell him you were a big fan? And he was just like, cool. And they got on the elevator? Like 15 <laughs> years ago? Yes. Okay. Like, like, like I forgot huh. about that. Yeah. Eddie? But. Huh. Okay, let me talk more about his wife. Has he dated her maybe since they were like really, really young kids? Yes. Well, that throws me off. Wow, 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 wow. That throws me off. Huh. How many more questions we got, Bones? One more. I have one more. Oh, um, oh. I don't know. Is I'm just going to... Let me just throw something out there. For some reason, I keep seeing the state of Georgia. Um, is something about the state of Georgia... It, it, oh, with, Bones, with, that's a dumb question. His, I, it's, I'm so stupid. Georgia, so you're narrowing it down. Is, is it from Georgia? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm clueless. That's the one that threw me off. Does All right, Lunchbox, want to guess? Go ahead, Lunchbox. I'm going to go with... <laughs> we have three guesses. Luke Bryan. <laughs> Stop. Okay, no, that's all right, oh. Eddie. Well, I was going to go Jelly Roll. Oh, crap. He's from Tennessee, dude. Oh, 
I didn't think about Gosh. that. Gosh. Well, All the right, one person I know it's not is Thomas Rhett. So I'm going to mark him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Thomas Rhett? It's obviously Thomas Rhett. Wow. How'd that go? Well, he... Did you say hi? I, I didn't because I was from afar and could see he was... Uh, you know, trying trying to shop, but he was being so kind. By himself, from what I could tell. Yeah. Um. Multiple people were coming up and saying hi, and he would stop and talk to each one. At one point in time, like was shaking this woman's hand, and then you know how you can shake someone's hand and you take the other hand and put it on top yeah, of like so hand, the hand, hand sandwich. He did the hand sandwich yeah. while he's trying to grocery shop, and I just thought that that was he's a good guy. Yeah, really shows. Who he is? Did you look in his basket. Yeah, what was he buying? Yeah, what did he I, shop for? I, I couldn't. I wasn't that close. Toilet and, paper? and I sort of then went the other direction. So I was like, oh, this is because he's someone that I would say hi to. But any chance he's like with his friends now? Going, guess who I saw at the grocery store? Oh, and I never went up to her. No, Radio Amy. No, and it's like Amy. No, he didn't see me. Yeah. But I don't think he would uh, say that okay. either. Well, thank you for the story. I mean, maybe if he had a radio show and liked to play fun games of Guess Who I Saw. <laughs> Sometimes that game's not that fun. Man, that was a hard game. <laughs> that was, a, that was really tough. Got in, like, How did Lunch Fox get it so fast? The guy's smart. What do you expect? Yeah. Did he see me Googling? Because I held up my phone. How would I... Oh, that, that. No, I, you don't know how I got it? Was when you said under 40, and then I asked you if she, he married to another celebrity. You go, well, not for being famous. And I was like, well, she has a big social media following. That's right. I, I told you, he's smart. But so does, like, um, okay, well, that's the only one I, I know. All right, thank you. Thank glad, you. Glad everybody's, you're welcome. Glad everybody's here. <laughs> Let's do the news. Stories. First of all, people are pooping in line while waiting for rides at Disney. Did you see this? Yeah, and I don't understand. I get the lines are long, but they're just like kind of going in the the bushes right there. Right there. Hold on, I, hold on, hold on. They squat. Yeah, well, well, Kids yeah. or adults? Both. So I'm going to read you the story. This is from sfgate.com. It does sound too gross to be true. However, people are letting their kids or themselves do number two while waiting in line to go onto the rides at Disney World. There was a whole Reddit thread about Disney attractions, and that's where it started, and people started investigating this. But people say they see parents let their kids go. They do it themselves. They go to bushes. They, they don't want to lose their place in line, and it takes so long. The Flight of Passage, the Rise of Resistance, and the Indiana Jones Adventure rides all have a lot of poop on them. Uh, those are long lines for sure. I've been there. Wow. But, I mean, I can't even imagine... I would just have to be like, you know what? Animal does that. I have to go to the bathroom and lose my spot. Good literal answer to a question. Dogs do do that. (laughs) But I would think, yes, you could walk to the bathroom and come back and get your place. Yeah. Can you not? I mean, someone, you should just tell the person, hey, I'm running to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. And they should hold your spot. And if they're going to say no, then you got to let your kid go. Unless it's like an all wraparound and you can't get all the way back to the That's true. Yeah. Or you just be like, you know what? Today's not my day to do this ride. I got to go. Yeah, by the, that by the end of this, we're like, you know what? I'd poop there too. <laughs> tell that to an eight year old. So now you're just going to teach your eight year old to just squat in, in public? I mean, yeah. look. Amy, you're talking if, to Lunchbox. If you've waited in line for an hour and a half yeah. and you're going to miss out on the ride, yeah. you, don't poop. you just still don't poop in the bushes. Yeah, no. I just be like, well. And you can hold that. What one. about pee? Would you let him pee in the bushes? Yeah, possibly. That's different. I'm down with that too. Yeah, that's different. Okay. Well, that's different. Uh, a vibrating headband can offer a drug-free way to unblock a chronically stuffy nose. Oh, I'm all about that. This is from the Daily Mail. Think about that because you're so bummed. And it, shake, it just shakes it free, basically. It shakes all the stuff out. Loose a vibrating headband could offer a drug-free way to unblock a chronic stuffy nose. 
But when you see that person walking around, blah, 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 blah. I think it's you all right, like, man? I think it's a, a very, very minor vibration. Hey, I just picture that old thing they used to have at the Pulse. gym where you'd wrap that, that... Around your belly? Around your butt or your belly. Yeah. And go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So patients wear the headband. It sits across their forehead for two 15-minute sessions a day. Tests on 52 people showed symptoms improved within a week of using the device. A week? Oh, cold. the cold goes away in a week. Yeah. <laughs> But Maybe then they have chronic stuffy nose. Yeah, chronic. Eddie. Chronic means doesn't all. that shake everything else too, like your brain for like a whole week? Uh, the people also couldn't remember who their parents were. Or they <laughs> exactly <laughs> had concussion symptoms. <laughs> Uh, the lucky slots player at the Excalibur Las Vegas took home a $12.1 million fortune playing the slot. That's your casino lunch. I know, man. I've been there. IGT posted to social media that a guest at the Las Vegas Strip Casino hit the progressive jackpot. The triple Red Hot 7 Spitfire Multiplier resulted in a prize for one player for $12,185,766.40. It's the fourth time this year that someone's hit a multi-million dollar prize at, for this, and congrats to them. Man, it makes me want to book a trip to Vegas. ABC7 Amarillo with that story. I don't really play slots. Oh, I don't either. Because I feel like I need to do something with skill, even though there's no skill the rest of it. Like, I get to make choices, at least. Mostly the wrong choices when I gamble other ways. So slots, for me, is just put your money in a pool. Yeah, but Ray's wife wins, like, big money when she does that. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it. That, that Buffalo, man, Ray's wife told us about it. And I went to that Four Bears Casino. I hit freaking Buffalo. It's, and I was like, I'm changed, man. I'll do slots now. Ray, how much did your wife win? Her biggest one that she won was three point four million. Thousand. thousand. Oh, remember he says that stupid yeah, three point four thousand at so, Cosmo. But they switch around those mas- machines. People have asked me to draw them a map. I'm telling you, they always are moving them. Especially someone's asked you to draw them a map. We don't believe it. Well, and here's the deal too. I've never seen them move. Hey guys, machines. X marks the spot. This no, is hold on, hold on. Ray's not lying because when we were in there for iHeart, I texted him and said, "Hey, can you give me a detailed description on but how to draw get- a map?" Okay, so my, Lunchbox is the person that my, asked my, for a map. Also, that's different than what casino and what kind of. My slot grandparents' machine. neighbor, they she told me there was a slot at Aria that she, whenever she's losing and she's down to her last luck, she always takes a cab to the Aria and there was a one slot machine. I had her draw me a map one year and I went, second spin, won 900 bucks. Huh. Then why not play that one all the time? Well, it's gone now. They've re- remodeled. Even her. Why just play, just play that one? Then That's you never have bad point. luck. That's a great point. But I'm telling you, I went and I was, me and my roommate from college, we went and I was like, dude, you want to split this? He goes, No. And we split it. Wait, he said no. He said no. No, but then I said, all right, last chance. I'm about to put this money. You left that part out. You just don't know. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, but. Are you drunk now? (laughs) Hey, Ray. (laughs) Yo. You like slots? I don't play them. Wife just does. I'd feel like sports, if I'm going to try and make money in Vegas, is my best shot at it. For her, she just gets so hot. And if she's on a heater, there was a time we took down Planet Hollywood. You didn't take down a casino. Took down? <laughs> there was four of them at one time. It you was, took it down. Like, they had to, like, question if they could even afford They shut down bill. the machine, and the guy went and got money, and we had tax forms. But that's not it. shutting it down. That's just paying the person who won. Shutting the machines down. Got it. Yep. Oh, boy. I'm happy for you. I like that. I like that. You deserve it. <laughs> Dude, it was dope. Yeah, it, it was it would actually, be. It's just your, how you, the words you use uh-huh, sometimes. Uh-huh. We shut down four casinos. <laughs> Bro, you won $318. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most you ever won on a casi- uh, slot machine? Uh, 1.4. Thousands. Yeah, oh, at Four Bears Casino, not in Vegas. It was, yeah. Man, it was awesome. It, I, what a great feeling. I've never had that because it just kept going either, and going and going. And you're like, when's it going to stop? When's it going to stop? <laughs> the most your wife's won was at 3.4? Yep. Thousand. 3.4 thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I never won anything on a slot machine, but I don't play them enough. Yeah. Nothing? Mm-hmm. Our guy, Reed, who does a lot of our podcast stuff with us, 
he do, he's never really gambled, and he started getting on DraftKings and betting on games, and he wins like four thousand dollars the first time. He bets on some crate and hits it, and then we, we take him to play craps in Vegas. Goes crazy, wins all this money. We go to Tulsa. We're staying at the Hard Rock because we're playing a show there. I'm doing my comedically inspirational tour, and he messaged me. He goes, "Hey, I just played the slots." And I was like, "Yeah." What he goes, "I won eighteen hundred dollars." What? Crazy. What Great luck. Huh? Well, something. He took down the casino. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your cell phone can gauge your mental health from the Huffington Post. A mental health red flag is easy to spot when you see other people, but can you see it in you? Um, cell phones can tell you that you might need professional help. Author and psychotherapist Tasha Bailey explains when we're anxious, our body's going to fight or flight. We're attached to our phones. Here's what to look for. That if you do this or you have done it, it could signal mental stress. Number one, searching troubling questions or symptoms of illness. Okay. And your Google. Mm-hmm. Do that. I mean, I have before. Uh, using your phone as a way to avoid certain situations, like using it as a buffer, a blocker. So no, like, I'll just be on my phone. Avoid, avoid, oh, you do avoid. that? Yeah. I don't, not really. I just avoid. That's, he's just always on the phone. He's yeah, just it's just, I do avoid and I'm on my phone. Yeah. It just don't happen to go together. Yeah, it works out. The avoidance of phone call. Oh, I hate when people call me. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I never want to. If you FaceTime me, that's fine. Because, What's a, but I don't understand the difference. I'm glad you asked. Thank you for asking. Is that sure. on a FaceTime, you're not going to kill time because you're looking at each other. You're not just going to sit and blah, blah, blah. You're going to be listening when I'm talking, and I'll be listening when you're talking. We're focused. We get to the point. We move away. If you're on the phone, you can put them on speaker and not even listen for a little bit. Okay. You just, at least with you. I mean, no, just with you guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, okay. You put me on speaker and walk away. You panic when your phone isn't working, or you doom scroll or excessive scrolling just because mm. you're bored. I don't panic when my phone dies. Here's an interesting diet trend. Men are betting each other on who can lose the most weight in a set period of time. That's weird. That doesn't sound healthy. And they're actually saying it's one of the best ways to Hmm. keep up with a diet, especially if someone that you see regularly and you keep up with each other, except I would go hard. If I were competing. If it was betting, yeah. yeah, Oh, my God. I'm going to win that bet. That's from Psychology Today. And then finally, a man lives in a shopping mall for six months undetected. (laughs) What? Is it in the ceiling? The story sounds like that movie... Terminal. Terminal. Tom Hanks, yeah, the terminal. Authorities discovered a man that had been living in a shopping center for six months. While he would find time to use outlets within the mall, he would avoid being caught by security because he never caused any problems and nothing was ever missing. So why do you look for a problem when there isn't one? You know what that I mean? That is so yeah. smart. The man had set up a tent table and computer underneath the stairs in the mall where there were no cameras and you couldn't see under the stairs. He managed to avoid issues for six months. He was eventually arrested October 30th. Here's the thing. They're going to arrest this guy? No, 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 no. They should, like, celebrate this guy. And he should be, like, a consultant on how to keep people from sleeping in malls. He should, <laughs> there's just so much that he did in order not to get caught. But, but is that a big you, problem? Um, I don't know, but it could be. I <laughs> thought if you stayed somewhere for a certain amount of time, you're a squatter and it's yours. That's well, right. Yeah. He now owns Forever 21. <laughs> right. I declare this mine. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Right, a couple things. Wednesday night, Austin, Texas. It'll be, I'm doing Stand Up, Eddie and I are doing Raging Idiots, Matt Stell and Riley Green. It's a charity show. Get tickets at bobbybones.com. And then on Friday, my very final comedically inspirational show, which is happening in Louisville, Friday night. Get tickets at bobbybones.com. All right. Thank you, guys. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Missy Elliott in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cheryl Crow, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Willie Nelson, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. All pretty cool. We wow. talked about it on the show recently. Uh, no, uh, maybe I think December they actually showed that that episode where they're all inducted. So we're going to play Are They in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oof, that's tough because I would have thought Willie was already in there. Mm-hmm. ABBA. Here's Dancing Queen. Amy, is ABBA in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yes. That's correct. Cool. Lunchbox. <laughs> yep. Brian Adams. Was it summer of 69? You've never heard this? I've heard this song, but I don't know who this guy is. He also has 
Oh, his bunch of songs, but he has like, you know it's true, everything I do, I do, do it for you. you. That's a jam. That dude ain't big enough for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a big song. It's a classic, but he ain't Hall of Famer. Correct. Boom. About. He's got a lot more songs, too. I don't That's know. true, too. <laughs> Eddie, Aerosmith. Are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm going to say yes. Come on. Correct. Yeah! Amy, here's a song from Bad Company. Like making love to you. A little thirsty of a song, huh? Amy, bad company. Not yet. The answer is no, correct. Not yet. Not yet, good. <laughs> they will be, though, Amy. Lunchbox, are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Beastie Boys? Yeah, I can see them right now running across buildings in this music video, jumping, looking for the suspect. And when they got to the end, it was like, oh, we didn't find the suspect. We found the Hall of Fame. What's the answer? You're saying yes. Yeah. yeah. I need him to say yes. Though. Yes, they arrived at the Hall of Fame. That's not what happened in the music video at all, but they are on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah! But I do remember that. I don't know why. I don't watch the famous music video. videos, but I remember that one. Joe Cocker. You know oh, it song right here. Nobody's missed yet, Eddie. Joe Cocker, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's tough. He played Woodstock. He did, man. I learned about him. <laughs> I remember that guy. Oh, I'm going to say Joe Cocker lives in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. No. No! Dang, you got me to Joe Cocker. Amy, Phil Collins. Oh. Isn't it? Well, I've been waiting for someone for all my life. He's been waiting for this. Bill Collins as a solo performer, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Lunchbox, you're the last man up. But is he in it? He's in it as a group? He's a drummer, Genesis. They're in it? Yeah, they're in it. That's probably what That's I got. That's what you were thinking. Yeah, got your wires crossed there. Uh, that tracks. Come on, Lunchbox. Lunchbox, you get this, you win. I know. Mm. Foreigner. I know what love is. Foreigner played with Eddie and I at the Million Dollar Show a few years ago. That's amazing. I want you to show me. I want to feel what love is. For the win, you're going to win a music game if you get this right. Yeah, I know, man. Over Mr. Music and. Who's Mr. Mid music? Here. Oh. Ah, oh, man, look. <laughs> They started out, they had big aspirations. They thought, oh, we can get out of our hometown. What was our hometown? Uh, Dumbler. And they were like, if we can make it over to America. I don't think that's right. Uh, if we can make it over to America, that would be like a, that would be amazing. But then when they got to America. Are they American? I think they're American, but it's interesting because they're named foreigners, so he probably thinks they're foreigners. They are um, a British American rock band formed in New York. So some of them, some of them are. Oh, uh, Dublin. Yeah, no, not Dublin. So, 
Then they made it to America, and they're like, man, why stop here? Let's go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. Hey, that's not what the Hall of Fame is. Yeah, because the Drew Carey show, man. Cleveland rocks! Cleveland rocks! So, and they have booked their stamp to eternity. You can always go visit their bust in the Hall of Fame of Rock and Roll. I think he thinks it's the Baseball Hall of Fame. What is he um, talking about? All right, Foreigner. They are in the Hall of Fame. They are... Not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so... Let's start uh, over. No, you're still out. You're still out, these two. (laughs) No! I'm going to play a clip, and you just tell me who the person is, who the singer is. Um, And this, I'll give you a hint. This person's band is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, as a solo artist, are not, but they're very famous, and they'll be coming up next. You didn't need to give me a hint? You do, trust me. Oh, I'm looking for the guy? You're looking for the guy. Oh, I was looking for the band. Well, no, this is not the band's song, though. This is his song. Oh. The band is CCR. Oh, Three my God. Water Revival. Yeah, I know that. Uh, it's... It ain't that guy. And now I'm going to give you his first name. Oh, gosh. His first name is John. Amy. Amy. Mellencamp? No, good guess, though. Lunchbox, John. Come on, Lunch. John? It's in there. It's in there. Cougar Brown. What? John what? Cougar Brown? Yeah. That's part of Amy's answer. I know. That's all I can think of. Okay. John wait, wait, wait. C. Riley. John Cocker. Okay, hold on. Joe Cocker. Hold on. Cocker. Hold on. Okay, you don't need Joe Cocker. Everybody shut up. Everybody shuts. Shuts. Okay, I'm going to give you another hint. Oh. None of that's right. Oh. Okay, John. The first letter of his last name is F, as in football. John F. Amy. Amy. John Fogarty. Correct. Winner. Yes. Wow. Mrs. Music. No, no, she's not Mrs. Music. She gets that title today, Mrs. Music. Nice job, baby. What do you want to say to everybody out there? So stupid. She's dancing, Buzz. She's lost for words. What should we say? I don't know. I got lucky. There you go. You heard it here first. She got lucky. All right. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Center County, Pennsylvania. A 37-year-old man decided to... Ah, enjoy some mushrooms, you know? Hey, these are so yummy. And all of a sudden, he starts freaking out. Like magic mushrooms? Magic mushrooms. Okay. And he's like, I've been shot. I've been shot. He needs help. So he's running down the street, banging on doors. I've been shot. My Someone greatest help fear. me. It's my greatest fear if I did drugs. That you would do that? Yeah, something like this. But oh. the problem is no one would answer the door. So he broke into a house and woke up some home- oh homeowners God. and said, hey, I've been shot. Is that got- a crime, though? Yeah, he broke into their house, man. Yeah. You can't break into someone's but house. But he didn't break in with the intent to steal anything. He thought he was in danger. I but, don't think that but, matters. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think there's a little bit of intent. If I'm the judge, <laughs> what? No. I'm probably going to go a little easier on him. Okay. If you're breaking in to steal something or to hurt somebody, that's different than if you are confused. Remember when like Andy Dick went into somebody's house because he was like yeah. out of it, too? Mm-hmm. He got in trouble. Yeah, but... Didn't it, you think that was his house, though? Uh, yeah, and he still got in trouble. See, this is my fear. It's why I don't. I can't take sleeping pills anymore. I did for a while when I was having some real mental health issues, and I would just, like, wake up and not remember the night before, and I'd look at, like, my FaceTime or my keys were somewhere different. You'd buy stuff, too. It was wild. Yeah. And so I'd stop doing it on airplanes because I didn't want to wake up on an airplane in handcuffs because I'd pooped in the aisle. 
mm. and not remembered it. Oh, I'm glad that'd be that'd have been you could have gone viral. Yeah. Though. I'd have been bonehead for sure. But <laughs> you get handcuffed for I think so. Uh, or you get duct taped to just, the seat. Just imagine, I, I, like I'm out of it and I'm squatting in an aisle. Somebody's oh, gonna tackle me and yeah. they're gonna tie me somewhere. <laughs> True. So that's why. That's why I don't do magic mushrooms or sleeping pills. Yeah. All right, lunchbox. I'm lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I was talking to Morgan, who is head of all of our digital, all of our social media, our website, and she says she's getting a lot of messages from people thinking that Amy's scamming them online. Because Amy's giving away a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a scam. My my sister even sent me a note, and she was like, oh, "I someone is posing as you. They put your image on this house, and I need to let them know it's a scam." Morgan, what are people asking? Well, it's because it's coming from the official account, but it's not on Amy's accounts. Like, if you go to her page, it's not there. So it, it, it like could be a sponsored post. So that's why they're thinking yeah. it's a scam. They call it whitelisting. You're giving away a house. I'm not. Whose house? No, I'm I not. You're giving house. away a house? Okay, Where's you, the house? Oklahoma. Do you have the keys? Mm-mm. What? No. Party? You're McBeast? So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bobby, Caitlin said y'all actually spent Christmas in this neighborhood. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like and not And then that's even, not the question. How are you giving away a house? house? Oh, I'm not. I am not. So it's a scam. No. What? No, no, so no, you're no, not no. giving away a house, so it's a, it's somebody from no, South one, Africa. No, one country is the group. They're giving away the house, and they... I've known Chase forever. He Chase, remember Chase back in the day we did the food packing event for Haiti. So like he's it's not a scam. Been in my life for ten years. It's Is it me, a scam? It's not a scam. So, and you can enter oh, for free. Where can Lunchbox win? Yes, he can enter for free if you. I don't. I mean, I guess I, I can't win, of course. But I think there's you can get the home or a cash option, and then there's also paid entries. But that's their business. Not I'm not a part of that. I'm just the. Uh, host <laughs> or tell me more and you're saying it's not a scam it's not a scam although I did although. send them <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> it's not a scam <laughs> no 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 stop, stop. it's not a scam but when my sister hit me up being like uh, not thinking it was real I sent it to them and I'm like hey y'all might want to work on this because it looks kind of apparently it looks a little scammy mm-hmm. and they're like you're oh. giving away a house yeah can you tell me where I get this house yeah but they've Lunchbox given away Miss Beast like no they've done stuff with <laughs> Dirks Bentley and Walker Hayes and given away like uh, a Chevy that Dirks mm-hmm. had and uh, Walker's given away tons of stuff they it's do you have any other houses to give do. away no but yeah. How'd you find this one? It's pretty cool. They found it. Okay. It's one of the guys they work with. It's theirs. And he's decided. Okay. Give well, it away. Anyway, you. I think you can get the house over the cash option. I don't know. Although. Although. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody listening, it's not a scam. It's, it, it looks like a scam. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You, you oh still? Boy. It's not. <laughs> Bones. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.